So I got a question for you. Yeah. So this guy is a streamer, and uh, the video that I went to go look at, he didn't say what it was. He just said, oh, yeah, I turned out a video. So I went to go check out the video, and I realized he basically did a 55-second ad for him playing the game on Twitch. So mm-hmm. the title is Surviving Mars Live Stream Now, and the description is just his Twitch URL. That's it. Mm-hmm. So he's hmm. just shy of 200,000 subscribers. Okay. And released a one-minute video as an ad to go look at his stream. How how effective do you think that is? Well, my gut tells me that that video won't get promoted. Like, it doesn't have what I think is the right kind of base stats to, like, ever go viral. So, number one, you're, like, losing traffic based on, like, there's just a few things, like, you're never going to be able to. Like, you're never going to be able to, like, really blow that video up. Because, like, 55, again, it's like the conversation we had before. Someone watches 100% 100 of 55 seconds. They watch for 55 seconds. But, like, if someone watches for, you know, 10% of my, you know, 15-minute video, they've watched for a minute 50. So, my minute 50 in my video is going to get more love than his 55 seconds. Because it's more watched. And then... You know, again, if they watched my video and went and watched something else, I started the session, and depending on how long they watch, I'm going to get credit for all that. So, right. Whereas his, he's just promoting his stream, and so he has a 55 second video, and the call to action is go to Twitch, which YouTube does not want. They don't want you leaving the platform. So that video is not going to get promoted, dude. I can promise you that. What about the the sort of the asynchronous bit of you're going to be watching this YouTube video on the crapper and maybe when, when you're watching the video, you're probably not going to be going to watch Twitch right afterwards, you know, or he won't be right, on, right. he won't, he won't be streaming. Yeah. I think that's bizarre. Um, I know, I know several people that do that. Like Krodic does that. Um, whenever they do a Saturday, like the late night crew, he does like a promo for the late night crew. Mm-hmm. But one thing that he does is he makes it like funny most of the time or goofy or they'll have some kind of like little gig and you know that the, the video is usually like two three minutes that format is okay i think like because number one you're enticing people to come back i mean because that it's the it's funny like you you don't know what to expect he's always going to have something goofy so like that format like i'll come back and watch another one of those videos because you never know what they're going to do right like that was completely made up and they've got enough creativity that they could just ad lib that and it was still hilarious and do they do they are they advertising something that's coming up like in a few hours like how how timely yeah. is the video compared to the stream it's usually um i think day of or day before something like that it's it's like within 24 hours okay so yeah it's you know saturday night so like or the uh late night crew and it's every Saturday night that they do these videos. So like everyone knows if if you're like, if you're really paying attention, you know, like if you're like a really one of their close fans, you know that it's coming every Saturday, you know, uh, they would even give like the, a rough schedule of the show. Like we're going to be doing this at this time, this at this time, this at this time, and this at this time. And like they play all night. They pretty much go from like midnight on Saturday to like eight in the morning or they, they would just say question mark. Like they don't have a, guaranteed time that they're going to end but it's probably going to be like at least a six hour stream what else was he posting to youtube uh besides these little clips 
Oh, he, he does all kinds of stuff. Like he's got a pretty cool voice. And so he'll do like, um, he'll read, like he'll play these, like, uh, what was that game called? Oh, Undertale, Undertale. Okay. Yeah. Like he would, he does a lot of things where like, it's, it's a text-based game. There's no like voice acting or whatever. And he'll read it. Like they, they would play, um, Ace Attorney or whatever it was. Right. And and do voice acting for that one. I think I showed you a time when they did that. Go record those kind of things. And I, I used to love watching that, man, because it's so it just it cracks you up. Cause like they would have Snake, this, you know, deep voiced black man playing like some little Asian girl. So it was basically um, his um just his live stream videos just being posted back up to YouTube then? Some sometimes, but many times like he would do his own videos. Like he started out on YouTube and then went to Twitch. I didn't know that. If I understand if I understand that correctly, I, I, I believe that's what happened because he liked, he liked the more interactive format and stuff like that. But yeah, but he, he does like a lot of games himself, a lot of games himself, where he'll like just play a text-based game and read it. Yeah. And, and then he'll do like stories. Like he'll read books basically. And people listen to, cause they just like his voice. And they'll listen, listen to him, read something or, you know, like a fan. Like, I know he did like a fanfic. He was like, this is the weirdest thing ever, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways because I told somebody I would. Yeah, that's pretty much what his channel is. Like, he plays these, like, just kind of goofy, off-the-wall games and does voice acting for his videos, more or less. It's a lot of views that way. But then, like, whenever it came time to do the late-night crew, they would throw one of those videos up. Here's one of their videos for a a promo. And it's random. Like, this is not a format that they keep. So two two point seven million subscribers, mm-hmm. twenty seven thousand views. Yeah, but people know what to expect on those videos, so they're not going to get like basically he's drawing in outsiders on those videos. He's not going to get like I, I can I can look at the metrics on that. So for this three second video, <laughs> he actually drove one hundred and twenty three subs off this video. Okay, okay. So this video has twenty two thousand views. It drove 123 subs, 1,820 engagements. So that's like likes, dislikes, comments, shares uh, for an 8.3% engagement rate, which is really high for a video with 22K views. 75% average view time. Their video tags are stream tags, cat tags, thick cats, MMMF. Yeah, they don't <laughs> seem to be optimizing the video much. No, no. What I mean, what do you think about a 1% view ratio to subscribers what does subscribers mean if if you're getting one percent of the people watching your promo to see what you're going to be doing is that telling you that the people yeah. on youtube don't care about you live streaming well let, let let's let's compare it to other videos he's put out okay because like all the stream announcement videos are not going to get a lot of views if you look at other videos he's putting out videos within the last let's say the last it's one month ago or less, okay? So here's one with 45K, here's one with 58K, one with uh, 115K, 115K on this one as well, 94, 93, 81, 87, 85, 69, 61. So just back to the other though, with Cryotic, the numbers you were putting out there, that's only two or three, maybe sometimes 4% of that number still. That's interesting. Sure. As you hit a certain point, I think, on, on YouTube where you hit like a critical mass where you're just going to get numbers. And those people are like, they're farewell fans. 
right? They're they're there when the thing is hot and it's is not hot, then they're gonna go away. You can see pretty consistently that he's gonna guarantee like eighty thousand. It's estimating him at making thirty six hundred dollars a month. It's not bad. Something to something to make a little little cash on there. That's before but Twitch I mean, subs. Yeah, again, yeah, exactly. And then donations and all that. We're constantly donating to them. And then they've got merch. And the thing is, man, the merch is where you're going to make your money. You're looking to do your partnerships and you're looking to do like um, promoted type things. His merch, like he's, he's killing it on his merch. You know, like he's never shown his face. People have never seen him. He is very hidden. I mean, he knows PewDiePie. And, and even with all that, like has never been seen. Yeah, I can, I can see. So like, how many views he's had in the last 30 days? 2.4 million. That's a lot. Yeah. He has 57.9 average daily subs. And again, all before Twitch, all before subscription, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, average daily views, 80,000. 80, yeah, man. Yeah, it's cool. Like, this, this, this tool, I could see everything. I can actually see his uh, subscriber and view rank, 172nd. And subscriber rank and 3456th view rank. Do you think, um, what do you think YouTube does with that number as far as padding it or if it's going to go down, making it go down gently, kind of interpolating that downfall rather than necessarily, yeah. you know, if it's a waterfall or if it's a cascade, rather, like, what do you think they're doing yeah. with that number? Yeah, I don't know. So see, what what I've heard is I've heard people say in one sense that if your channel is growing, they're like, so I watched this video and this guy was talking about how to have like that explosive factor. <clears throat> yeah, so his point was like, they, they kind of watch how your channel is trending. And there's a certain point where um, if you've been putting out videos and people are enjoying them and continue to come back and they're, watching engaging and like they see like an increase they like basically they track progress over time and so they don't expect anyone to be good at youtube when you first start out right they kind of see like okay they're measuring engagement they're measuring view time they're measuring you know average view duration they're measuring session time that kind of stuff and then like if they say okay like hey here's where he started out at and then, like, hey, uh, a month later, a quarter later, a half year later, here's where he's at. This guy was, I, I think he was trying to hint that basically they, they look at it by the quarters. I don't, I don't know that that's what, exactly what they do, but I, I don't know if he was more or less giving quarters as an example or quarters as like, a, this is exactly how they do it. I doubt he knows that. So I'm going to guess he was just taking a stab at it, but. More or less saying like, okay, if they look at, you know, this 30 days and the previous 30 days and they see that there's this big spike, you know, that some of that is like, okay, you know, you're brand new, you're not going to have numbers. So, you know, you will, you will have those big kind of jumps. Um, but then like once, once you've kind of been rolling for a while and, you know, you continue to grow, continue to get at watch time and stuff like that, they're looking for like a big increase. And if they see you increasing, like he said, that they're going to be more likely to recommend your video. Mm-hmm. So so more or less, like, again, their, their end goal is more watched. So if they think that you can deliver that, then you're going to get recommended. And you're going to get, like, if they really think you can deliver that at a very high level, you're going to get uh, recommended not just 
from one video to another, but you're going to get recommended from the browse feature on the homepage, or you're going to be recommended in a trending video or something like that. And do those go crazy. Those, <laughs> that's where you want to be. Because if your video, if you find a video in either one of those spots, buckle up because your channel is going to blow up, dude. Yeah. Like that is, that, that is guaranteed success. And, and what he was saying is, is like your goal as a YouTube YouTuber is that if you want to be successful, you have to get recommended in the browse feature. And he's like, and when you do your response to that determines how big your channel blows up. And so the whole point was like, you need to do the right things to get recommended in the browse feature. And here's how you go about doing that. I mean, in this video, he's got multiple people in the audience. He's like, yeah, I remember when you were at this and, you know, like in six months now they're here. And I was going to say, you know, um, <laughs> that there's this number that says that like one to two billion people are coming online in the next year or two. When you, you mean you on the think, internet? Yeah, on the internet. Right, right. But YouTube has put out a new thing for like third world countries, more or less. So like these countries that are coming on. They've put out a thing that lets you save a video and watch it later. You can opt out of that as a creator, but mm -hmm. like, why would you want to? I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't want to. I, I mean, maybe there's a decent read. Like if you think someone's going to steal your content, but like, what are they going to do? They're going to, they're in a third world country. What are they going to do? Yeah, I could come up with arguments, but I think they'd all be semantics because you can rip in a YouTube video. Yeah, sure. Sure. Like, I, I mean, I can do that right now and upload it and it'll fly under the radar for a while. I was going to ask, what was the uh, the tool you were talking about? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, VidIQ, VidIQ. Um, so I have a, it's like a uh, Chrome extension, and um, every time I fire up a video, I can I can on that that particular page see everything. Uh, see, not not everything, but I can see the very important things. For instance, I can see his video tags, like which tags he has ranked here. So. And, and believe it or not, that's really, 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 really helpful. Because, like, if I know that he puts a video out, he's using keyword Let's Play or something like that, and it's performing well, then I can throw the tag Let's Play on my video, and it might get recommended by his video. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of, like, cross-pollinate the, <laughs> the keywords, and, like, you let his video just blow up and take off, and then you're fighting for a chance to get recommended to be watched by his video, especially if they didn't like it or, or they did like it and they run out of content to see about that. Like, let's say cry puts out a video about surviving Mars and he only had, this is his first video to put out and I see it and I'm putting a video out about surviving Mars and I've got five videos out, right? Well, number one, I'm, I, you know, here, here's my opinion on this. I've heard people hint at this, but I've not heard anyone say it like it, like this is hundred percent sure. But uh, my friend Sean, in his mind, he thinks that YouTube considers you an expert or something when you put several videos out about it, which I can understand that. I can understand why he thinks that. I don't know if personally, like, I don't want to say like, oh, yeah, it's true. I mean, it makes sense. It's logical, right? Like you put out 10 movies or 10 videos on Marvel movies, probably know a thing or two, or at least, you know, especially if people have ranked your videos well you might know a thing or two about Marvel movies. And so now, not that you're like the expert, but you know, it considers you a very reliable source when it comes to Marvel movies. So if people are looking that up, you're m very likely to get recommended or very likely to show up in a search result. If, if let's say Cryotic puts out 
surviving Mars video, I want to pull off his traffic. I can, you know, I can set up my keywords and stuff like that, but then I can look at how he did his keywords and try to match keywords. And that gives me a chance to pull traffic off of him. And if it thinks that I'm, I'm more qualified to handle traffic, wanting to see surviving Mars, it might recommend me. So it would do like, you know, again, it's, it's doing a hodgepodge recommendations, but it's saying like, okay, cry has played this once. And you know, he, you know, people like cry. He's a personality that they like, but this guy is an expert on, on surviving Mars. So they might really want to see a video like this and let's, let's recommend that. So like you can take his keywords and start matching them up to get traffic pulled off more or less. So this is another, this is another tool on his page. Okay, so on his page, whenever someone posts a comment, it shows me how many subscribers they have to them. Uh, and then like I can choose to filter out, like it gives me an additional option to filter out comments by a certain filter. So they're like, uh, I go by has replies, doesn't have replies, I've replied to, I haven't yet replied to questions, contains profanity, comments made by, and like a you know, type of person, Search by phrases, filter out phrases, minimum number of subscribers, apply multiple filters. This is helpful for your stuff as well because you can look like you can look at comments by hasn't been replied to yet. And then you can be be sure to reply to it. Like, hey, thanks for watching. Right. Like someone says, Oh, this is awesome. You're the best ever, man. I can't believe you don't have, you know, but like two subscribers, you know, and you could say, Oh, hey, thanks for the love. You know, be sure to watch this video coming out soon. Thanks. You know, whatever. Like you can follow up with people and what I've learned is you need that engagement. Like you need to engage with everyone who watches your video. People are getting pretty good at that, but yeah, engagement is super important. And so like whenever someone comments on my videos, my system is, it's like, I thank them if they give me a compliment. Um, and then, you know, I, I try to find something to relate to. Like if they, you know, say, Oh yeah, you know, I, you must be from Texas or whatever. Like, you know, I ask him, oh yeah, you know, it takes one to know one, right? You must be from Texas too. Or something like that, right? Like you find something to talk about. And then I always try to ask uh, people who comment on my videos a question. That's, that's a big thing for me. Like stuff like that, man. Like, you know, having the ability to filter your comments is really huge. I have like this group of guys that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like learning and growing with. They're helpful in a sense because like, it's good to talk to other people who are in your exact spot. But dude, I, I'm outperforming a lot of the people I'm, I'm with and I need to find people who are higher than me. And what's tough about that is that there are a lot of people with more subs than me, but they don't have more views than me. Again, I, you know, like I say, my videos are not awesome. They're doing well, you know? And it's like, I think it's because I've figured out how to promote those videos like through the algorithm. You, you don't think that the reason they don't have views is content? I think it's some part of it, but I think what happens with a lot of those guys is they do sub for sub because they think that having a big sub number makes their, gives them this sense of momentum and that will help them grow their channel. And they couldn't be false. They couldn't be further from the truth because I think YouTube punishes sub for subbers. And they don't do it by saying, hey, you've been banned. They let them, they let them do their thing they don't do well and it's because they have a low percentage of engagement from their subscribers so like if let's say you have a thousand people realistically you know you got 20 of your friends that are watching your videos you know commenting stuff like that but then or like you know they're maybe they're dropping a watch or something like that. but then you know the other 
980 people are not watching your video because they're all also YouTubers and they don't have time for that. I mean, but if, if, if everyone was in that exact same situation, okay, and they had thousands of subscribers, then you're picking a handful. You can't watch that many people. There's no what you just no one has that kind of time. There's not enough time in the day. Basically, what it what it ends up is it's like if everyone was doing the same thing and they all sub for sub and everyone had a thousand subs, then you have this massive hole of engagement. You know, maybe 50 people are engaging with your content. And then YouTube is over here going, why? Why is that? Why, why are people not watching your content? Why are your closest supporters not giving a shit about your content? You know, and then I think it starts to put some red flags off and then they start to see, wait a second, all of his videos are from, all of his subscribers are from other people's channels that are big. And, you know, I think it starts to like put two and two together. And basically what it means is you're not getting recommended. Now, if you want to hustle and you want to get it out there and push it on Facebook and what Reddit and all that stuff, that's what they want you to do. Like YouTube wants people from outside sources. And it used to be so much so that like, if you did any of that, like if you brought people to the platform, they heavily rewarded you. But now it's not that way anymore. What you have to do is you, you need to create this group, post content that they enjoy. Yeah, invite people from outside platforms. You know, it's gonna help you grow your audience. Yeah, the biggest thing is, man, just making content that's enjoyable. And I think that's what it should be. It should be about the content. There's like a void of actual talent. And I don't think that I'm like the most entertaining person in the world, but I think that I'm like quirky enough that I can fill in that void. I can fill in some of that void, right? I don't try, like there's a billion, there's billions of people, right? Like you typically draw people who are somewhat similar to you, to your channel. So, you know, hey, there are enough of those people out there. In my opinion, I think there's a big void of like creators that are willing to dedicate the time, especially since they've demonetized and they basically cut their own throat because they've had a lot of issues with monetization and copyright issues and all that stuff. I feel like they've got through those hiccups now and this, this might actually be a really good time to be a YouTuber. And I think like, you know, all these people, like I saw someone today that I was playing Rocket League and this guy was like promoting his, his Twitch channel and the guy was like, you know, don't you think you missed the bus on being a Twitch streamer? I was like, well, you know, wh wh why do you say that? He wasn't talking to me, he was talking to another guy, but he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, you either have to be really, really funny or really, really good at your game. And I was like, well, maybe he is. And I was like, you know, if, if he's undiscovered, then he's undiscovered. and he needs to continue doing it. Yeah, but if you would have said that to Tim the Tap Man, then we'd be missing out on that kind of personality. Yeah, it's really tough to do it. But just because something's really tough doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. If he enjoys it, do it, man. Like, what do you, you know? Now, I think a lot of people feel that way and they feel like, you know, oh, I missed the boss on that. I don't know how many of them realistically think that they could get big. And I, I think there's always a potential.